Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talks. I'm your host, Brady Carducci, and today on the show, we have a very special guest. I mean, you can probably see already who it is. Uh, he's up on the screen now, uh, but he is an up-and-coming creative designer, uh, graphic designer, creative from Toronto. He's worked with some big names such as LB Spiffy, Houdini, Roy Woods, uh, Six Buzz, uh, some pretty big hitters. So please welcome to the show, Certified Benji. How's it going, man? Hi, thanks for having me. No problem, buddy. Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your schedule to come uh, talk with us today. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited to sit down with you, talk about, uh, you know, the success you've had so far in your career. I'll just learn a little bit more about you um, and your craft. So before we get into it, I have to ask, you know, COVID-19 has kind of uh, put a little bit of a wrench in everyone's day to day. How have you been uh, dealing with it and kind of keeping keeping your sanity, I guess? Thanks. Um, to begin with, the COVID-19 whole situation was pretty weird because before COVID, I was like living a pretty like fast-paced life and doing many different things in my life. Mm-hmm. So like when it came to the time where I had to like let go and I had so much time on my hands, it was sort of weird for me. But now like being in, in it for like more than a month or two months, I think now, mm-hmm. like I'm finding my own routine and stuff that I like. Like usually I start my day like exercising because like I find that starting my day like with something mentally tough, it just makes mm-hmm. everything else very easy. So I've been doing that. I've been brainstorming many new ideas, just designing, watching movies. I, I still have online class. So I've oh, started- right. Yeah. Okay. How, how has yeah. that been going? Like online class and stuff? It's been going well. Like the first few weeks, like the teachers were new to it, but now a mm-hmm. lot of them are just posting the work and like it feels like school again, you know, just at home yeah i have uh my little my my littlest brother i have two brothers but he's uh he's in high school too and so like he was telling me about like how the teachers are like transitioning online and i just asked him like how it was he's like you know it's not it's not too hard but you know it's just like yeah. it was just like a big change right from from you know being in a classroom so uh, it's a big adjustment i felt like i was spending more time on work now than before because throughout the week they would they would give us like time in class to work on it so oh, now okay. I find myself like doing more work at home because it's basically like you're doing the homework and the classwork, you know? That's so. true. That's true. You can't do like the classwork in class and then take yeah. the homework home. You kind of do both. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So, you know, you mentioned uh, right now you're a student, but you're also uh, a graphic designer. So you kind of, you know, you balance both. Yeah. Um, what's, what really sparked your interest in, you know, graphic design? Like why did it, why did you want to get into it in the first place? um to start off I was always into art so I was always like doodling in my free time and even in like elementary school when I started I was doing like different art projects in school so like I always had this love for art Mm -hmm. my first interaction with graphic design was actually with my dad's friend from church because he was doing graphic design for our church and I really admired his work and really seen like him do stuff behind the scenes because we're spending a lot of time at church and I, I just see him do different stuff that like amazed me so I went home and learned how to do it myself and nice there I guess the rest is history from there (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's cool did you now when you were um kind of like I guess learning and stuff did you did you go would you go to him and stuff if you had any questions or would you kind of just like go to different resources um first I really went to him and just seen like the programs that he used and like seen his workflow but I never really told him that like I was going to try it out or like I I just showed that him that I had like an interest in it but I didn't really put myself out there like yo this is something I want to try out like you know so I really felt like I I wanted to do it on my own so I could sort of see how 
how like things come out so it would be like it wouldn't be like him pressuring me it was something that I really want to do you know yeah no that's good yeah like you kind of like took initiative and was just like oh okay you know I'm gonna do it myself and just see where it goes I like that um so like for for like programs and stuff because I know like do you use like Adobe the like creative suite to do all your your designs okay I use the Adobe creative suite and then other things like I recently got an iPad so I use procreate do you have the new one like the new one yeah I have the iPad pro I can show it to you how do you uh how do you like it I like it really well because with my workflow um Mm -hmm. I start off sketching so now just having that on my fingertips like I wouldn't be drawing on paper like using a Wacom tablet or something like that on my computer it's just like really interactive and it really lets me like express my ideas and stuff easy like if I meet up with someone in person I could just sketch it out quickly and they see it okay that's cool so I guess your workflow is just everything's like digital for you yeah now everything's digital because also I was on the go a lot so it was hard to keep track of like papers and different mm. stuff like that but yeah you could I guess like for with papers right you could just like you could lose it like everything like digitally you have files it's backed yeah. up it's saved right so for sure that's good um so you know like when you were just starting out like learning and stuff obviously you know you have such a a big portfolio now but I guess when you're just starting out you're still trying to build your portfolio so like did you feel like in the beginning you really had to like prove yourself did you kind of have like a chip on your shoulder or did you feel like a lot of the people around you like supported you like 100% right from the get-go so to be honest a lot of people didn't really know I was doing graphic design it was sort of like me and my close friends that okay. like, really new. like I'll just show them like yo what do you think of this I, I made this and they're like how and then I would tell them like a little bit about it but still even to like what, I'm in grade 11 right now still into mm-hmm. grade 11 not everyone knew that I was doing graphic design until I got like the big publication on like going on like the news about it and then like a lot of the teachers seen it and all that but a lot of people didn't really know but as I got into it I felt like I had a lot to show and there are like talents that I can get out there. So mm-hmm. I guess that was like where I had to prove myself and get myself out there. Of course. When you, um, like I can, I can just imagine like at school and stuff with your friends, like when you, when you first started like getting like these big, um, you know, album covers and stuff with a lot of well-known artists, like when you went to school, was it like just crazy? Was like everyone going wild or was it kind of still like, you know, people didn't really know or some people knew, like, how was it for you? Um, so it started off, early so when like one of my first placements was the lb spiffy placement Mm -hmm. so at that time it was it was crazy like we're in elementary school like grade seven eight and it's like the big single at that time like like let's say it was like the 2c slide of that time right right okay it was like the number one song yeah yeah and basically everyone was listening to it and all that and then one of my close friends brought to my attention that i should actually make some art for him and I ended up doing it so then when he responded like all my friends were hyped and like he screenshot it <laughs> sent it to group chat so like that was like my first like real interaction with like a celebrity to say mm-hmm. and then, like that was just crazy and like it was someone that something that sticked with me with like my close friends like when we would go on like video games they would like they'd be like yo Benji Spiffy or something like that <laughs> it was always a thing that that stuck around with me that's sick yeah. um so like speaking of LB Spiffy and that cover you did for him, like how did you how did you initially like did you just shoot him his manager like a, a DM? Did you contact him him directly? Like how did that um, opportunity like come about? 
I actually didn't even know about managers and ARs and all that. Like, I, oh, I geez, okay. sent it to him on on Instagram. So I texted him. I'm like, hey, I made you this graphic. What do you think about it? Uh, mm-hmm. you possibly use it and stuff like that. And he replied. So at the point, like, nothing was set into stone, but at the point that he replied, it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had that moment with my friends and all of that. Yeah, no, man, I, I, I mean, just like, even when, uh, you know, we contact people for interviews, like, hey, do you want to come on the show? And we're like, yo, like, they said yes, like, they responded, like, we get, we get super hyped, too. So I, I totally understand. Um, so getting into a little bit, like, uh, of your graphic design that you do, you know, I mean, you work mainly, obviously, with, with artists and in the music industry. So I want to know, like, from your perspective, what's unique about creating graphics within the music industry maybe compared to having to create graphics in let's say like a corporate environment or or for a corporate firm or or business is there any difference yes i i really seen the true difference i found that corporate was was a lot like static and like i found that like less is more not to say like less is not that good but i found there was like a lot of guidelines that you had to follow in the corporate world and when working with like artists or like um influencers they really had a creative flow and they wanted like stuff that were innovative and new and they really just wanted to try out new stuff where like in the corporate world a lot of the things are the same you know yeah where, they like, want to kind of they have flag, like the formula and, it's like okay yeah. we're gonna stick to it yeah, yeah um so have like, you sorry go ahead so i stuck with with working with artists and different stuff like that like i find my balance with both but i like mm-hmm. working with the artists directly because they really let me get my creativity flowing no of course and like i can see like just from some of the covers and stuff that you've released like i can really see that you like it's not just like you know you take you take five seconds put together a cover and it's this like i, I can imagine there's hours and hours of work that go into it um yeah. so you know if you want to if you can get into a little bit about like your creative process like for example if like if i was an artist and i approached you for you know i wanted to get a cover art design for my album like do you have certain um like restrictions like you know like do you work with only artists that are from toronto or artists that you know they have to have a certain amount of followers or they have to have a certain budget or are you pretty flexible with who you work with um so now it's it's pretty much the same like routine when i'm working with someone so mm-hmm. for the creative side i'll talk about that before like the approach sure. it's usually like I, I listen to like what the client has to say and like if they have any visions or like what they want to um, focus on or emphasize and then after that I go to like sketching onto my iPad and then I usually create like a little like mood board and start sketching like possibilities and different stuff and then I go back to the client and okay. see what they think and then usually from there we would either make more sketches or like figure out if that that's like the one that we want to use like we could really after I do the sketches we could really see where direction we're heading in hmm. and yeah then we cook from there and then finish it up but awesome. to your question on like how people approach me, a lot of stuff are going through email now just because I have a lot of commission coming in that okay, it's like okay. hard to handle. Mm-hmm. So um, first off, it goes to like the budget. So when I'm working with someone, like just because there's so much on my plate, then I have like my worth. So like starting with the budget and then, yeah, I'm really open to working with anyone just as long as like I'm able to do it with like my time schedule and all of that then I'm pretty much open to work with anyone that's good so anyone who's watched this any artists you want to you want to design by uh by Benji hit him up (laughs) um I'm just I'm always curious because um 
like with graphic designers and stuff, well, I guess with your workflow too, it's all digital. Does it like, does it really depend um, on what the client asks in terms of how quickly you can deliver? Like, do you, like, does it take, um, you know, a while to, to, to spit out a design or is it relatively quick or does it all depend? It really depends on the project, but realistically, like to get like everything, like all the basics down, it usually takes like half a week to a week. Mm, okay, so sometimes when it's like sometimes when like someone has like a, a more complex vision or something that requires more work it would take like much longer like if it's like 3d work or something along those lines that needs more work it would take much longer okay yeah no i can i mean we even like just thinking about design like week in a week um to like half a week to a week doesn't it doesn't really seem like that long that's pretty that's pretty quick um so i have to ask because uh I don't know if any of you guys have, have seen, you probably have, but uh, you designed um, Roy Woods' latest, um, I guess it was an EP, right? So EP cover. So that's that's pretty cool. So first off, congrats on that. It's a big deal. No problem. Um, so how did that, like, how did that opportunity come about? And have you have you worked with anyone from like OVO or Roy's camp before? No, I actually, this was my first OVO sound project. Okay. And it was, it was pretty special. I want to give you a backstory about like me and Roy. So sure. I actually worked with him in 2018. It was indirectly, like, I just pitched to one of his managers or something like that. Okay. And I was able to do, like, this this swipe-up video for for Snow White, the song Snow White. Oh, good song, then, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then after that, I, I basically, like, knew everyone on his team and was able to connect in that way. But they didn't really end up using it. I don't really know what happened. Oh, okay. And, like... I just left it there like I didn't really leave it to like let me let me down or anything like that mm -hmm. and then later on I worked on this like more corporate project where he did this event in Brampton so oh was met... it um was it the uh that basketball showcase yeah, thing yeah Royal? okay I actually went I was there I, I went I visited oh say word so you know like, the <laughs> yeah. logo that everyone was wearing yeah that's yeah. the logo that I made oh no way so okay that's, that's, that's cool <laughs> it was on the background like all of that so it was dope like seeing everyone on his team in person and be like yo i made this like everyone was wearing it it was, it was a dope experience so, so like, sorry you were you were at that event too yeah i was at a, i was at that event i bet and you I, was, I walked by you or something we definitely walked by each other there or something like that. <laughs> uh, there, there was a lot of people there too like from there all was. around because i'm from scarborough so like mm -hmm. even traveling to brampton was like a journey but a lot of my friends i seen there yeah everyone came well, together. i'm from i'm from pickering too so i, I definitely feel you on that oh. on that journey up to brampton that was that was rough <laughs> uh, um also yeah. to uh you know you you alerted to it a little bit earlier but you just got off tour so you had the opportunity to go on tour tour lanes which was yeah that's pretty cool um he's definitely i mean he's one of my favorite artists from toronto but he's especially with uh quarantine radio and everything he's really yeah. he's really blowing up he's really blowing up so um, how was that whole um, experience and how did that um, come about? Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's not too often that a graphic designer gets asked to go on a, on a tour. Yeah, so actually how I got that opportunity to go on tour was when I was working with, with Tory Lane's artist or like an artist that was part of One Umbrella. His name okay. was Mike's. And okay. he made his first appearance on the song Trap House. And then he was featured on the Chick State 5. So I was working with him on like different creative graphics, like logos on his branding and different stuff like that. So this was all to help lead up to the tour that he was okay. supposed to open up for. So mm -hmm. it was pretty easy to like 
it was pretty easy when they they presented me to like this opportunity mm-hmm. and when i was working with um i was working with my friend his name is e- mc ebone he invited okay. me like he, he's this mc in toronto that knew a lot of different people so when i built that connection with him it was it was pretty easy to 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 when he introduced me to artists it was pretty easy to to like adjust to touring and like we really built that connection and trust earlier on where like he was even able to come to my parents and like explain like what we're gonna do out there and stuff like that so like it was just a dope experience to to see like the life out there and like the the possibilities that we could like where where this stuff could lead me to yeah man i i I just like i've never even i've never been on a tour like even when you're just describing right there i'm thinking like man like that's like that's like pretty cool um because i think i saw what was it i think on instagram you posted like a little clip of you um talk you were there was like a picture with you press uh i think it was like houdini and then you were uh, there was a, a slide and you you were talking with tori so how yeah. was interacting with him like uh how has that relationship been as, as he kind of passed on any wisdom or knowledge to you like uh, as someone who's like coming up yeah so tori Lins is actually like my favorite artist if not one of them okay so it was like really natural like we we're able to connect on a lot of the things that we like like i was talking to him about like different like albums and like even the history of chick tape and like mm. even telling him like a little bit about my story so like he was just helping like build my confidence and really like helping me align like the where i could head to where i wanted to get to and was he just giving me like tips and tricks like the advice that I got that day was like really motivating and and just like experiencing that in LA and being around all of these different celebrities was crazy like mm-hmm. I met yeah. so many people that day like he brought out like it was Tory Lanez and friends but he brought out so many different people like oh really okay then, like, like who, who are some of the people Chris Brown Chris Brown T-Pain Snoop Dogg like I was able to see all these people backstage and there was like Diddy's son Quincy's he's oh, okay I see yeah, him yeah, in like yeah. this Netflix series it was it was dope seeing him and then also like Presta, Houdini, Northside Benji they're all there backstage and like we were the main people from Toronto so it was dope like I was for sure the youngest in the room and <laughs> I got to like connect and see different things for that like from my perspective and it was like a dope experience. That's cool. Now, that's actually a good point that you that you just made. Like, do you ever like when you're because because, you know, like it's just the nature of the business a lot of times, at least for now, um, you know, when you go into a lot of these rooms, you you know, you're most likely going to be the youngest person there. Does that, you know, does that give you extra confidence or does that intimidate you? Like, how do you feel when you, you know, when you're in these scenarios with a lot of these, you know, bigger artists? Like, are you pretty calm or how does it work for you? um it's different for so starting off it was pretty like nerve-wracking like like interacting with like people that are older than me and then like I didn't really have work to show like they wouldn't really understand what what's going on but now I have work to show and I'm pretty confident in like getting myself out there and like talking to different people so now it's it's just like a normal conversation and I'm able to connect with different people at different Mm -hmm. times like like I could have a meeting with anyone anywhere at any time really that's pretty cool. Um, and you know, what, I like, what I like to think about it too, it's like, because I feel like, especially with celebrities, right? It's like, we put them, we put them on this, this pedestal, but like when you, when you actually get into a room and just talk with them, they're just like, they're just like normal people. You know what I mean? Just like, just like you people. and me. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Like that's like, so one just thing knowing I- that, like it, it really changes like how you could interact, like, like just breaking the ice, like starting off doing that. Like if you could just truly be yourself around them and, and mm-hmm. you both are, are connecting it 
it makes the experience much better. Definitely. Um, and in terms of uh, like, you know, uh, like connections and stuff, um, would you say like, uh, you know, obviously, you know, going on tour and stuff and, and, and uh, doing all that is a great way to make connections. But for you right now, um, you know, let's put quarantine aside, maybe before quarantine started, how are you kind of getting your name out there and networking with people either in Toronto or, or you know, in, in the States to, to kind of get, get more work and get your name out there? Um, so basically, I was, I was sharing my work through like DMs with different people. So okay. like different creatives that I've seen in the city, like I was like, yo, I made this, can you check it out? And let me know what you think. Cause it was just like something that I was trying out. But then later on, I started to get invited to events and different stuff that I would meet a lot of these different creatives that I, I like already pictured, like interacted with online, like okay. on Instagram. So once I started getting to those events, I would talk to people and really like explain to them like my vision and like show them different work that I've done and yeah it, it really helped networking because I was just basically having different conversations with people that I met in that room mm -hmm. and, and I guess like what what's so good about um like uh Instagram and stuff is like you know you can break the ice digitally through DM and then when you meet someone in person it's like oh, okay well let's just continue that conversation you know okay. yeah um that's awesome so um, I want to, speaking of just Toronto and the city in general, I think that's kind of uh, an important topic to talk about kind of going into now because, you know, the, the Toronto of five to 10 years ago is a lot different than the Toronto now, you know, like, and I, I, I want to, like, at least I think that uh, that has a lot to do with like people like Drake, Party, Roy, like all these people have really put a spotlight, not just on artists, but like creatives like yourself like graphic designers photographers like all these people right so how has toronto really influenced you when it comes to design but but also like just you as a person and how you go about um your day-to-day -day life like how, what does toronto i guess mean to you and how has it influenced you so toronto actually has a big influence on me and like the person that i am today so toronto is really multicultural so i was going to school with many different individuals so i've really seen many different cultures and like have learned many different languages have like listened to many different music food and just interacted with so many different parts of the world and even like going to the philippines on a service trip and and experiencing the thing out there like it, it really it really brought it to home when when everything in toronto was there and like even going back to talking about the roy project i really felt like when we when we thought of the concept and i i brought it to roy mm -hmm. i felt like that there was or like pressure on me because like this was like Toronto has this this way to like influence or like or how do I explain this it has it has a tendency to to have an impact on different types of people mm, yeah Toronto, like we impact each other we inspire each other so like when I was making that artwork I, I was thinking about like this is something that that has to catch someone's eye this is something that like yo Drake might see it's like true, a debut project, yeah. a lot of different things that could open doors for me. So just having that and like seeing how Drake really paved the way from Toronto. Like in 2018, I really seen like a lot of Toronto music, Toronto like music and like I really seen a lot of music in Toronto drop that year and like a lot of debuts happen like Ram Riddles or mm, Kill Ram, yeah. albums. Like just starting off their careers at that year, like it's crazy how. Jake really paved the path for Toronto and showed the world what talent was here. 
Exactly. And now, like, I mean, Ram Riddles is one, but like people like Killy, Anders, um, you know, like all these artists, it's like, you know, it, it's just, you know, maybe, maybe before they wouldn't, they wouldn't be getting the look that they're getting now had, um, you know, the, the big, like the, you know, the Roy's, the Weekends, the Drake's, how their music not um, gone so global, uh, you know, as it is uh, today. So definitely, definitely important. Also too, I want to, I want to ask you, because I saw in your Instagram post, you posted the other day about the Roy cover. Uh, you, you, you asked, you asked fans to uh, spot the bow tie or, or your, your, your symbol in the, in the, in the art. Uh, what's, uh, what's the, um, the creativity behind the bow tie? Is there, is there a certain reason you have it just as like a, kind of like your signature on a, on an artwork? Is that what it is? Oh, it's actually crazy. So that's my logo for, for my okay. brand. So okay. it, it pretty much started because the logo that I had previous before this in like 2017, probably, it was just like my initials are Benjamin. Like my my name is Benjamin Boimiki, so double B. So mm -hmm. it was just like these two Bs and like they're like overlapping each other. But it wasn't something because I, I got the name Certified Benji and it wasn't something that could stick like that double B with the Certified Benji. So I wanted to think of something new. So when it came for the time for me to make a new logo, like I just wanted to connect it to Certified. And like okay. when I thought about Certified, I thought of like something like spiffy and like clean and like, you know, Something like like when you're wearing a suit, you know, like this is like business talk. So I just thought <laughs> of the bow tie. Yeah. I just thought of the bow tie and really stuck with it from there. Like um, before it was just something that I would I would put in at time to time. But now it's really become part of my artwork. It, it makes it special. It's like I see it as like a certified stamp. Mm. You know? Like with the, like, this is done by you. Yeah. And so like now having it on every cover, I, I think there's more value on it just having that that bow tie there and it, it's really cool to see like some of my friends they spotted they're like yo i seen this song on spotify and then i seen the bow tie like it's crazy <laughs> you know like that's it, pretty it, cool it, it, it um, you know you know what it's like it's um it's like uh cole bennett's like little lenny character that he gets people to uh yeah. spawn his videos too it's like that it's amazing um, also like even like like offway i seen how virgil like was branding his shoes like he put this little strip on his shoes to make it like something that you could identify it's off way and something mm -hmm. that it could stand out and that's what I found for like the, the bow tie it's something that you see on all my lines of artwork but it really stands out and it's where it fits into you know 100% I mean and, and especially now too right it's like the more you use it now it's it's just become a part of your brand so people you know they know um when they when they see that it's it's you um, so that's that's definitely important when it comes to just personal branding. Um, I know we I mentioned Cole Bennett right there real quick. Um, is there any anybody in the industry, uh, whether that be like directors, other graphic designers that um, you really look up to? For sure, Cole Bennett is a big part of that. And I don't know if there's other creators like Cole Bennett's a really big part of it, but I get inspiration from a whole bunch of different types of people like Steve Jobs mm -hmm. or like even artists that like have sure to put like advice out there. And uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who is like that, but even like going back to like Virgil Abloh, like him being very influential in like the fashion industry today. And I think mm -hmm. I think you could say Cole Bennett and Virgil are two people I look up to with even like looking at the way that they they brand themselves and push out their their artwork it's it's really inspirational and motivating 
Mm-hmm. And they're definitely two, like, those are, like, I, I look up to both of those guys as well. And they're definitely two, like, they're just two creative individuals that, I mean, well, I mean, Cole Bennett's pretty young too. So I guess for us, he's, you know, we're easily, easily, um, you know, able to relate to him. But even, even Virgil, like, he's still just, you know, his stuff he's done with Louis Vuitton, his collabs with Jordan, like, those are, those are some timeless stuff that I think, you know, when we have kids or whatever, like, 20 years down the line like we're going to be telling about them like oh you know like this is who I looked up to when I was your age you know so that's uh that's crazy but um getting into a little bit about you know you know you're you're still in school but you know there's a lot of people right now who you know they're in grade 12 they're graduating or a lot of people right now who are graduating university so they're at that time where they're like okay I kind of got to figure out what I want to do with my life type of thing so for someone who is, you know, looking to get into the graphic design field, do you have any advice, any things that they should do to kind of make themselves stand out? Yeah, I find myself as a graphic designer, but there's a whole lot of other stuff like I'm into. So I okay. guess this is like advice to anyone really, um, that there's no like real barriers to like, to doing anything, like everything, every level comes with its own challenges. So you don't really get caught up in those levels and just keep on moving because there's like there's things that you're gonna have to adapt to and like usually like the first step like the beginning the beginning level is very challenging for many people so just like doing it and try like just trying it out and seeing like what you like and what what you could do to to make it special and also I find that three things that like people should pay attention to are like number one your integrity mm-hmm. early and then your word those are three things that I've just seen in the past few years that have really helped me like build my personality and like your character because these are three things that you could refer to in many different ways why like people would work with you why people would spread the word so going back to like your integrity like how you how you like carry yourself and then like your reputation like what people are spreading out like spreading the word about you and just like your word so like your word is pretty much everything that you have so so do to that and and make sure to take the right steps that i think so too that's that's really important like those are those are some things that i think like you know every young professional especially should uh really um really like take to heart because it's like especially integrity right it's like you got to be you got to be able to you know stick to stick to your guts stick to your values you know if you don't you know if you don't agree with something or you get that inkling like oh you know what like that something's not right that you gotta you gotta make sure to stick to that so it's definitely that's definitely some good advice i like that um now what has is has there been anybody who's given you any advice that has kind of just like stuck with you and just stuck in your head that you kind of go back to when you know maybe you need some advice you're, you're struggling a bit yeah so there's actually a gra- another graphic designer named max cohen he, I, th- I think I've I think I've heard of him. The name rings yeah, a bell. Cover art for like Killy, Little Baby, Gunna, even the recent like Juice World and NBA YoungBoy single. Oh really? So, okay. Earlier on, I seen like I first seen his cover with Killy because around that time was 2018. It was like a big thing in Toronto, and I I was able to and like help me learn different things in Photoshop and like how to blend and do different stuff like that. It was actually cool, like. He, he helped me level up myself and like learn different things and we even got to collaborate on little tekka's we love you tekka cover art oh then, really okay okay that's cool what thought. so like those are collabs that i was able to do with him but he would always give me advice like to to maximize like my potential and and just like stay down and keep on working and stay consistent and 
learn different things that you could do in the application because it's it's all repetition but just knowing like key things like having bright colors on a uh, a dark background like make something pop like just like different advice like that would help me really carry myself and like that's good i think um you know you know why i know about him benji because i think i saw an interview i want to i want to say he did an interview with somebody um and he was because he was talking about how he did uh he does he does like a tour and stage graphics right is that the type of graphics he does does he do that he's done those as well but he's he's mainly known for cover art but i've seen him do do previous stage stage okay. stuff but i think promethazine maybe Okay, I might be, I think I'm thinking of the same guy, because he was, um, I didn't know this, but apparently, like, um, just for stage graphics and stuff, uh, the, the guy I was listening to, if, if it's him, if I'm correct, he was saying how, like, you need some sort of, like, software, you need, like, a, you know, like, $8,000 computer, apparently, because the, just the rendering time and the processing for stage graphics, graphics is so taxing. Yeah. Um, when, did you, like, when you were on tour with Nice, were you were, like, did you do any stage graphics for him, or was it strictly, like, like social media stuff we plan to do stage graphics but just the whole thing with like tori and interscope like i don't even know the details of that it didn't end up happening okay. so for sure like in my drive there's sketches of like different stuff for stage graphics like i was looking forward to that but it didn't end up happening but for oh, sure okay. there's like room in the future because like they're independent now so yeah look forward to new stuff with with one umbrella Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. And that, I mean, that just gives them, well, them especially just so much room to experiment, work with different people. They're not, uh, they're not constrained. Right. So, um, that's cool. But, uh, but yeah, because I was like, oh, well, if you were to do stage graphics, I, I can imagine you probably have you got like, uh, some $10,000 computer or something. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, but uh, just getting towards the end here, um, you know, obviously right now with COVID, everything is kind of, you know, uncertain, but just putting that to the side, do you have any goals on your vision board or any, you know, um, anything on your, on your list that you'd like to be accomplished for this year? Yeah, for sure. Like coming into 2020, like I had different things that I wanted to do and like some of them I'm not even able to do to this day because of like, we can't do anything with COVID happening. But the main thing, I just want to give back to the people that have been there for me or like even people that want to get into something similar to like what I'm doing. So just give back to the people and like inspire more and follow it and help people follow what they love and are happy to do. Definitely. And I feel like you do a little bit of that through like your YouTube channel because I was watching like you do a lot of tutorials and stuff on, I mean, like even some of the stuff, like I know a little bit, but like even some of the stuff I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. So um, are you still uh, like going to be posting like videos and stuff like that or like for content for people to, to learn? Like, is that going to be um, something uh, you're going to continue to do? Yeah, I pretty much left those up on my YouTube for like people to see like the, the whole experience of everything. But um, with my YouTube, I, I plan to get back into it, but I just have a different vision. Like I want to cover maybe like the behind the scenes and like give people advice and different things that like I see on like a daily day-to-day basis that I could probably help out someone new getting into this. And like okay. even like interacting with many artists, like I think people would like to see the behind the scenes, like how these people are in the studio and like, you know, just different stuff like that, that you can't really find like anyone else. Because on YouTube, there's a bunch of tutorials that you could follow. So I think the tutorial bases are like already there, but just me doing like what I do and in a special way through YouTube. I, I hope to get into that soon. And I mean, like you definitely have the connections to make that happen. So, so yeah. hey, we'll, we'll stay, I'll stay, I'll keep an eye out. I'll stay tuned for that. <laughs> yeah.
It's crazy because um, when I started in 20, I forgot what I started, but mm-hmm. I didn't really have a lot of these connections and I didn't know a lot of YouTubers. So like the mm-hmm. people I was looking up to in YouTube, I, I had the connection to today. So it's it's pretty crazy how I can tap back into it. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that's crazy to think about. Um, yeah. So for speaking of that, though, for people who, you know, they want to work with you, they want to get a design from you, they want to check out more of your work, they want to follow you, like, where, where's the best place to find you at? The best place is Instagram and, like, along with, like, Twitter. I, I've been pretty active on Twitter recently. Okay. So those are the two best places to, like, to talk with me, per se, but... For business, I I do everything through email. So if you're if you're looking for work to to get done, uh, my email is business at certifiedbenji.com. So you can get me there, and then we could work on anything really, and I can help that bring that idea to life. Awesome, and uh, we'll make sure guys to leave um, all that in the description box below. So when you guys see this video, you know any of the socials you want to follow them, hit them up for um, any designs or graphics or anything else. Uh, you'll be able to do that. Um, so we actually, uh, you know, we, we, we put out to the Instagram verse and, and Twitter verse some, uh, asked your fans if they had any questions to ask you. So we got some replies back. So just wanted to, um, you know, ask some, some questions to you right now that uh, some fans had submitted. So the first one is by, uh, Francis King underscore 10. Um, and they asked, what's your favorite thing about graphic design? My favorite thing about graphic design. Um, I think my favorite thing is how I I express like I guess the music or the different things that someone's trying to portray like someone might tell me like just having it in words is one thing but expressing it through like a graphic is another thing so like even connecting with design and all that like having stuff that like literally mean it or like have a deeper meaning like I really think that's cool and I, I like seeing it like some stuff that some stuff have like multiple meanings to it and people could take it different ways so I find that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's cool too, I guess, when you hear people's perspective on some type of art that you get and you're like, oh, I didn't know that they would see it this way, but I guess it could be taken that way too. Yeah. Um, so the second question is by SS uh, Suave 09. Um, and she asks, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where do I see myself in 10 years? Um, for sure, I'll, I'll still be um, in Photoshop doing whatever I'm doing, but. 10 years how old would i be i'd be 26 so that's a long time it's a long time ahead (laughs) um uh, i think in my vision board i'd have like a lot of stuff accomplished and i probably started off a lot of the things that i'm thinking about now okay like would have been in action already and probably like done on a very big scale like i really have a big visionary like goal that I want to reach so I think by then for sure like it would have been solidified and like a lot of stuff would be like put into place like like I'll do stuff for my family stuff for my community by then like I don't know 10 years that's (laughs) it's a long time but hey you know what I believe you can do uh you can do uh you can do anything right so I mean you're off to a good start already so I have no doubt that uh, you're gonna get everything accomplished you want um okay so we got two more so the next one is by 090ce they asked what's the most important advice uh, you have to upcoming entrepreneurs um i think it goes back to the advice that i said to before and just like doing it really like um the first step might be very challenging and a lot of people like me might overthink that 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 step 
more than they need to because like you know it's like their first time it's something that they're yeah it is so i think just like believing in yourself and and finding a way to like stand out and be special and be true to yourself Mm. i know i agree um so last one is uh motivation for the week asks uh do you prioritize bigger artists over emerging artists um in terms of getting cover art done or do you treat kind of everybody everybody the same um so i do get work deposited so how i work i get 50 percent like up front Mm -hmm. so i do keep everyone that has deposited work on the same level but let's say there's like a bigger artist that gave me deposited work like over it uh other artists that's that's like upcoming yeah. i would probably work on the other one first and but i'll communicate to them like what's going on and like they know i have many different projects so it usually works out well okay so 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 i guess their communication is, is the key part to make sure that you're, you're communicating between both parties Awesome. Okay. Um, yeah. So that about that about wraps it up. Benji, thanks for coming on the show, man. I, re- I really appreciate it. I had a great conversation with you. Um, like uh, like I said before, we'll make sure to leave all of uh, Benji's uh, social links, Instagram, Twitter, uh, his uh, website, and uh, his email in the description box below, as well as ours. So if you guys want to keep uh, up to date on Real Collective, we'll make sure to leave our uh, socials in the description box below. And yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll talk to you soon.